Hi everyone, in this episode of Talk About Me podcast, Amy is talking about herself and her experiences in lockdown and how difficult it has been for her. Yeah, it's only recently that I've been able to see my kids again in the last couple of weeks. Have you had any support from services and and people like family and friends or well uh, I've not had any support of family no I've only had support of one friend um who's done my shopping and checked on me and stuff like um because of my mental health issues have gone downhill dramatically yeah um to the point of where I nearly took my own life oh gosh and so, that was in lockdown. Well, that was just before lockdown. Yeah. So then lockdowns started and it's not helped. So yeah. there's been a few times where I've tried to take my own life in lockdown. Um, because oh, yeah. I've been stuck in, not being able to go anywhere, not being able to see my kids, not being able to get the right counselling and therapy and stuff like that that I needed. Yeah. But... It's hard, like normally, isn't it, trying to access um, services? But then, when you're cut off, it has it been a, a lot harder than normal trying to access services? A lot harder trying to get through to first response. It didn't even ring because they were that busy. Oh gosh, yeah. Have you have you been able to speak with your GP over like it'd be you know Zoom or calling in? No, that's been a whole other dramatic issue trying to get my medication has just been ridiculous Mm. it's you've got to do it over the app you can't do it over the phone so I've tried doing it over the app and it's saying that my username's wrong so then I've got to wait for another email or letter to give me another one and yeah I've just ended up going to my care coordinator to yeah her to get my consultant to get me my medication so it's 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 been ridiculous yeah. so it's going from one person to the other and to the other rather than it being straightforward yeah yeah it's, it's, you've definitely had a really bad time haven't you it's yeah it's not been easy for you and isolate have you been isolating as well for health reasons or just no. not being able to get out it's not been able to get out. I struggle anyway to get out. So yeah, I thought it'd be. I thought I'd fly through it because I don't like going yeah. out anyway. So I was like, oh, "I'll be fine. It, I don't like going out anyway." Blah blah blah. Mm. It's the thought of right. I can't go out, but I want to go out. If that makes yeah. sense. But Absolutely. You yeah. But you you still can't. Yeah. You know, it's. It's it's been difficult, really difficult. Yeah, I, I know exactly how you feel because um, I um I was speaking to a friend and I said um I thought I would actually like being in lockdown as as strange as it sounds because I don't want to socialize or go out and um I've got a good excuse now, but um but yeah I found it very very difficult. I actually want to. I want to go out, but then I'm afraid and anxious to go out. It, it's very strange, isn't it? It is. And it's all, I've got um, autism, which right. on top of my mental health issues, 
is not yeah. good. And I don't. I struggle with change. Yeah. yeah. So the the whole lockdown has just been one big massive change in such a short amount of time. Oh yeah. And I've struggled with that the most. And I, I guess how it's been so quickly changed as well. Yeah. How have you found the the updates from like the the government then? Because they've, I mean, I I've personally found that they're not very clear. How have you found? How have you found it sort of in the beginning? Confusing. And then, yeah. And has it been confusing all the way through? Yeah, it just don't make no sense. Mm. It might make yeah. sense for some people, but to me, it just it just really did not make any sense what's yeah and and what about the new sort of the new rules that are coming out about the 4th of July being the um the day when things are a lot less restrictive how do you feel about about that I'm not happy I think it's too soon I keep saying to people all right if you want to go out then you get ready for next wave that comes I'm already I don't to me, Bradford isn't that special to not get a second wave if every other country's got it and had it again and again. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to get it again. If you want to yeah. go and make that happen, you go for that, but it's new. Yeah. You know? I, I think it's too soon. And I feel like they're using our kids as guinea pigs. Mm. With opening schools and stuff like that. I don't think that that's right. I don't think they should do that. Yeah. And they've, yeah, it's, there's been a lot of confusion. I personally have been confused as well. So I, I, yeah. I definitely empathise with you there. It's very confusing. What do you think could be done differently, um, especially for people in your situation, you know, people who have autism or mental health issues? What would have helped? I think they should have kept a few places open but made less people work there or something yeah because over the phone or through video don't work for me it has to be in a room face to face yeah and obviously because... do that. yeah okay because you, you feel like you would benefit from expression and body language yeah, yeah. yeah. how how's it been like with um with, with your family then so you said you've not seen your children and is that because of um lockdown has it impacted extra on that communication that and social services i've been able to video call them yeah but it's not it's not the same as i can't hug them i can't kiss them you know i can't mm. them, you know obviously now i can now that this new rules come out that if you're a single parent or live on your own you can make a bubble with one household yeah uh, my bubble is my mum's house where my kids are yeah which I'm glad I can see them now but before it I was at the point of I would rather be dead and not see my kids than be alive and not see my kids yeah and it's been really difficult for you and have you so I mean I know he said it was hard to get through to first response but since the time has gone on has it got a little bit easier to get in touch with them as, uh, as a coordinator being helpful 
she, my care coordinator, as she has, but to be honest, I ain't even tried first response because I know that I'm not stupid to think that there's only me going through it. I know there's loads of other people going through it, but yeah. I do think that people that have already had mental health issues before lockdown should have had a bit more of a priority to the people that have just started to get mental health issues because of lockdown. Conversation in the beginning wasn't there about people who have mental health issues and people are starting to get mental health issues because of the lockdown and the differences in support. Um, do you feel that it was a big, big difference for, for people who just started feeling that they were having mental health issues then compared to people who've always had them anxieties? I feel like for me, because I've always had uh, mental health mental health issues for a few years now. For me, I feel like my mental health issues got worse during the lockdown because I've not been able to get to anybody if I've needed to. Yeah. When it's when you've only just started to get it, some people aren't sure if it is or if it isn't, but you struggle anyway to get the right. Um, people on your side to um, like first response and stuff like that. It, I don't, I, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I understand. So you like you've always struggled to get the support, but then um, there's been talk about having support services for people who've just started feeling ill. Yeah. Um, so you, you find there's a, a big difference between between that. Um, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. It makes sense. Um, and I, I guess maybe one thing that comes out of this is the um, shared experience of mental health issues and um, maybe people understanding a bit more how people who've always had anxieties will feel. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and in terms of your autism, have you ever had support for, for autism and... In lockdown, has it been any any different from services or your GP? No, I um I had help when um, I was in school, but the minute I left school, I've had nothing. Oh um, yeah. Even social services, I've not had nothing from them, no help from them, no help with getting any professionals yeah. or anything like that involved. It's it's yeah. hard. It's been hard, but I just sort yeah. of. Get up and go with it because I feel like I have to. Yeah, but so you've just helped yourself, really, haven't you? Yeah. And is there, there is services out there, but it, it's so hard to access them, like you say. And if uh, if you don't have the support from the beginning, yeah. it's hard to find them as well because you ring if you Google it, some places come up, and then when you ring them, it's oh, we don't deal in this bit, we don't deal in that bit. And it's, well, why come up when I'm Googling you then? Yeah, so they're not clear about their services and what they do. Yeah. But then it's, you're constantly bringing everybody, trying to get through to the right person or get through to a right company that does the right thing. And it's, it's yeah. hard. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you talking to me and, and about your experiences and feelings. It's um, I think it's really important to highlight how, how individual people have felt and everyone has a different story and different experience. 
is there, is there anything else that you feel that might be beneficial for people to know about how you've felt and what your experiences have been or what should be done in the future? I feel like we need to put certain people as priority instead of yeah. just sort of right you've got you've got to stay in how stay inside and that's it you know I I personally felt like I wasn't being thought about not me as my own person but like people with my, with similar issues to myself yeah like we were just left out and not thought about yeah and did you think like in comparison to people who've had physical health issues so they've sort of been if they're if they've got like for example um a breathing difficulty normally um and and they're put in in a vulnerable category but people with mental health issues are not necessarily put as a, into a vulnerable ca- category exactly um, so you feel like that should be for mental health issues as well not just physical health issues yeah it's like I tried going to Asda yeah I couldn't I I got in the taxi as soon as I got to the roundabout near Asda Ruler Lane I started having a panic attack because I saw the queue at Asda and that were it I just told him to take me back home because I couldn't do it that's why my friend who is at the moment my carer through this lockdown yeah um, situation so she's been doing my shopping for me yeah if I've needed odd little bits she'll go to the shop and bring them back for me and stuff like that but yeah I I don't feel like people with mental health issues have been thought about at all no I I definitely agree with you and and that that's why I wanted to to highlight that because I felt um there have been some some good things like accessing certain things online but at the same time they've not thought about people who have anxiety and the changes you know people with autism like yourself who can't cope with that sudden change um and then you've not been put into a vulnerable category because it's not a a visible illness um so yeah that's you know it yeah so you, you could have benefited from someone um, asking you if you needed the shopping and trying to get you that or maybe delivering you something well my care coordinator got a few times got somebody to del- deliver some food um, yeah. and sue came with um some art stuff so that helped and you know yeah. shouldn't take people that are going to make themselves vulnerable to be helping yeah. it should be the people the, yeah. you know that are classed as key workers that can help and stuff like that like mental, I think mental health workers should I know some of them are classed as key workers but they're not all classed as key workers yeah you know I think some of them should have been like especially with counselling and therapy and stuff like that yeah I think that should have been classed as a prior as a key worker priority thing for people you found doing that and things like that really helpful has there been anything else you've done to help you you know for yourself um well I did um a picture for my kids um they wanted me to paint they wanted me to paint something so I've just painted with flowers for my kids for the bedroom 
Yeah, um, oh, that's nice. I've made um, a box, like a memory keepsake box for for this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. I started doing a jigsaw, but that's been there for about three weeks. I just can't get my head yeah. in the right place to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's um, it's hard, isn't it, sometimes to concentrate on um things that need your mental energy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes doing art and just sticking things, you know, and starting off like a meaningless task, but it becomes like a, a picture or becomes something. It's quite nice. It, you get a bit lost in it. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. Um, and yeah, you take care. Yep, you too. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Bye.